The following podcast contains mild language. <laughs> can, I, can I ask one of many questions? <laughs> Where did you find that information? Hello everyone, welcome to the Drunk and Mundane podcast where we talk about things that are incredibly boring and try to make them as interesting as possible. My name is Ryan Mims and I'm joined by my beautiful co-host, the one and only Adriana Norris. Hi everybody. And today we're going to be talking about possibly the most boring place on earth that is universally hated by all who experience it, the DMV. Alright. Adri, do you know what DMV stands for? Department of Motor Vehicles. Yes. Uh, Department of Motor Vehicles is typically the answer that, that most people give, but it's actually uh, different for every state. So Alaska has the Division of Motor Vehicles. Arizona has the Motor Vehicle Division, so it's not even DMV. Uh, and then Indiana actually has the Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Um, and so Georgia and, and many others also have two separate divisions, one for registration and one for your license. Uh, I don't know if whenever you uh, went to get your driver's license for the first time, you might have seen like DDS mm-hmm. written. I did see DDS, yeah. yeah. Um, so like it is separated in, into two different divisions. Uh, but DMV has kind of become uh, just what we normally say when we're talking about <laughs> that horrible horrible place that we go to um but who gives a shit about any of that uh this is dmv we're here to talk about what is actually interesting about the dmv so let's start with the history i love history because history is something that nobody ever has found boring (laughs) ever but the dmv's history is kind of a little bit funny um so Basically, in the late 1800s, we first started seeing cars. Uh, like in the 19 in 1908, the Model T came out, which is the famous first automobile that people could afford. But basically, that meant your average upper middle class person could just have a car. Okay. So like, you could just get a car, and that was it. Like you didn't have to have any sort of like license or anything. Oh my gosh. Pretty much, if you just had money, then you had a car. There was no process. Uh, or an exam, and so like, <laughs> what? I was gonna say, I feel like that was the first and last time that rich people had more privileges than poor people <laughs> in the country, and I, I'm really happy about that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was actually—it's actually funny uh, because there was a huge problem uh, where like all these rich people were actually just crashing into each other. <laughs> That's not <laughs> uh, funny. <laughs> like, so like yeah like they were crashing into each other they were running into like ravines uh <laughs> like specifically <laughs> ravines yeah i mean like when i was researching this like that was literally what they mentioned they're like people were, were running into ravines they were crashing things they, like uh it was just horrible horrible time uh how <laughs> to be alive back then yeah for real it was the, it was like the wild west yeah. basically um, and pretty much the only thing that you needed to have a car was just like, if you just had a car. So like, uh, there were actually engineers who would like just build engines and then connect it to like an already existing buggy. Oh. And then you just had a car wow. and like, that was like it. And then you could just take it on the road. Wow. So like very different from how we are now. Uh, so now eventually 
Um, Massachusetts and Michigan, the place where Henry Ford was from, mm. uh, started issuing driver's licenses for the first time in the U.S. Okay. Um, France was actually the first country to issue driver's licenses. Oh. Um, it was in the 1900s. Let me look at my notes here. This is uh, the most interesting part of this whole thing. When we pause so Ryan can look at his notebook. <laughs> ah, I was in France in 1899. Uh, so the first... Wait, I thought the first car was Model T in 1908. Uh, no. So, sorry. So the Model T was, like, kind of the, the first car that upper-middle-class people could afford. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, so, like, there were cars before that. Um, I, I thought I wrote it down. But, like, the first car was actually in, like, 1830s or something. Oh, okay. The first electric cars were invented in 1832 by a man named Robert Anderson, but the typical car that you think of today was actually said to have been invented in 1886. So like it was a long time after the first car was invented that people were like, yeah, we should totally be asking people for driver's licenses. Gotcha. Um, the only problem was that there was no real test oh. for the driver's license. So the very <laughs> first driver's license uh, had literally no exam at all. You just went and asked for one. Yeah, pretty much. Like They were like, can you show up and <laughs> operate this vehicle? And if you could, then you got a car. Wow. <laughs> so definitely an upgrade from can you just buy this car uh -huh. to can you operate this car. And if yeah. you can, you're slow good. Progress. Slow progress. Um, and actually, whenever the first serious driver's tests were issued, um, people were constantly crashing into each other. <laughs> Um, something like 30% of people that took their first driver's test, even if they had already had cars originally, okay. uh, caused accidents with other people that were taking their driver's test. I have a question about that. Okay. How many people had recently seen a ravine and then that it caused the crash? <laughs> <laughs> well, people were not driving into ravines, but they were driving into each other and they were also driving into like a... There was a thing that I read. It was like people were driving into like barber shops. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean to like I love barbers, but I don't mean the specific areas I know, like, that it, are being destroyed. I, I feel like it was just like people just really cared about barber shops in like the 1900s, like the early 1900s, because like hair was like a big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they were just like barber shops, man. They're fucking destroying these goddamn barber shops. <laughs> Um, but that leads me into my next question, which is, uh, how was your first driver's my test? My first driver's test. And it's good to say first because there was definitely more than one. Yeah. But <laughs> my first. I, I had, I had two. Yeah. Because um, I think my big problem was the parallel parking. And oh yeah, when that, I had that, practiced, my dad kept being like, you have to do it in like two movements. But I was like so elite mm. at driving that I had decided to do it in about 16 movements. <laughs> yeah. And so I did my 16 movement parallel parking during the test. Uh -huh. And the woman and that doesn't say anything. And then she's like, okay, just... You know, just stop. Just go to the DMV. <laughs> and I she's was like, like just, yeah. just do better. <laughs> Basically, be best. like she literally had no emotions. There was nothing. It was like, just go back to the DMV. And I was like, oh, why? Like, you just want to like talk for a second. And just hang out. no, she got out of the car. And I was like, 
still so confused. And then she was like walking back to the DMV and I was like, what's going on? And she's like, Oh, you failed. <laughs> and I was just like the communication. Damn, like, so like she didn't even tell you that you failed. Right no, down. it was literally like she, something had broken her with me. Like I had broke something with her. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Like the 16 movements I had made had broke her and she couldn't even speak to me. Yeah. So Damn. then she basically silently walked away and I figured, and I, you know, found out that I had failed yeah um so it was really sad (laughs) (laughs) yeah but then you know the second time yeah yeah, it was fine it's always better the second time it is the woman was a different woman Mm -hmm. she was really nice oh yeah so yeah Yeah, i think mine was kind of the same way but like uh so with your three-point turnaround the first time (laughs) was that like a 75 point turnaround yeah so i had thought that three was like kind of a weak number and i i said i could multiply it this number is weak (laughs) i need to do 75 turns but also the fact that parallel parking is part of the driving test is heinous because Mm -hmm. i mean i I think it should be that ever yeah like it should definitely be um uh like, if you live in a city, definitely. Yeah, maybe. Which, I mean, like, I guess, like, you took your driver's test in Savannah, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, Savannah, so... so <laughs> but also, I'm saying, <laughs> if you really hate parallel parking, you can avoid it for your entire life. And I do. Yeah, you definitely can. I'll park eight miles away from can. a destination and then walk there if it means I don't have to parallel park. And that my, my life has been fine. Yeah. So, I'm late to everything. Mm-hmm. Other than that, things have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have to walk 16 miles, but whatever. Uh, but anyway, so the, the actually the very first DMV was created in California, okay. which to this day has the largest DMV in the United States. Wow. Um, and it was created by a man named E.S. Birdsall. Birdsall. Yeah, so Bird. Birdsall or Birdsall. I don't know how you actually say his name. But E.S. Birdsall, and he did that through the Vehicle Act of 1915, which led to the first license plates uh, being wow, issued. Okay. So uh, there had already been, like, driver's licenses prior, like, prior to that. Um, there were tests that were getting a little bit more strict. And then finally you had to register your vehicle, which is the second part of, of what actually makes up the DMV. Mm. So... Um, do you want to know some fun facts about E.S. Burnsall? I really do. When I <laughs> okay. heard his name, I was, I was, I was more. <laughs> okay, so E.S. Burnsall, uh, he was a senator from, uh, I believe, Sacramento. Um, because Sacramento likes to talk about him. I'll get to that in a second. Um, but E.S. Burnsall had the thickest, largest <laughs> ass in the entire Senate in 1913. Wait, can I, can I ask one of many questions? Oh. Where did you find that information? Sacramento Union. Dot. In 1913, it was an article that they wrote. They said thick. No, no, no. Okay. I, I will say, th- these are my own words. But these are my own words that I basically derived from what I read (laughs) in the Sacramento Union. Okay, so here's the title, all right? And I'm going to read it like somebody in 1915, all right? Okay, so here's the title. Uh, Missing Senate Chair is Traced to E.S. Bertal. Oh, 
Okay, and that's the title. Okay. But the opening of this goes, Custodians of the Senate Chamber were aghast Tuesday morning when they opened the big doors and explored the hall to discover that someone had spirited away one of the revolving chairs that supplement each salon's individual equipment. <gasps> that's how they referred to, like, people's asses back then. <laughs> it was equipment. <laughs> Wait, okay. <laughs> be dumb but I'm, I'm so confused okay so it, it, here's the gist okay. all right basically <laughs> there was this missing chair okay in the senate right so the 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 people who came uh to like the the, the custodians who okay. came in yeah um to like i guess clean the area before like senate time or whatever yeah senate uh, time they they were like there's a missing chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this made like the Sacramento unions <laughs> front page. It so was there like was nothing else going on in yeah, Sacramento. No, li- like literally nothing at all going on. And they were like, oh, okay, so there's a chair missing. What's going on? Okay. And so they're like, the case of the missing chair. <laughs> like, like everyone was like so worried about this chair that had gone missing in the Senate. And so what they found out was that. Um, Basically, E.S. Birdsall's ass was so thick that he had to have two assistants take the, the chair that was given to him from the Senate and then have it replaced with a custom chair so that his juice could fit <laughs> into this chair. <laughs> and, that's, that's like, and that's all I know about E.S. Birdsall. <laughs> No, I do know some other things, but like, yeah, uh, that's. So we're sure. So, how do you feel about? You, so, so we're sure it's that? because his ass had damaged the first chair. Like he had no, destroyed well, the first chair with I, his ass. See, I don't know. <laughs> so, like, there's actually. Hold on, I had I had it pulled up. Oh, now it's gone. <laughs> I mean, what I'm thinking is that the first chair was destroyed by his ass. Like, no, no, he no. He sat in it. No, like I think I think he was just so thick. That he was like uncomfortable in his chair, and he was like, mm, "I don't like this chair." Oh, at all. so he needed to get a chair that could fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, his so ass. so he got two assistants to two. to basically sneak in at night. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Wow. That like they snuck in at night, picked up the chair, and then like I don't know if they modified the chair. Like, because it said, like, the article said that, like, the chair was modified, oh. or that there was a modified chair. Okay. I don't, I don't really know if like. His assistants like went and like modified this chair, like expanded it to fit his ass, I... or if they just got him like a new chair that was for thicker people. I'm wondering if you could actually rewrite this entire podcast to be about this <laughs> story. Well, I mean, like, I, I literally, whenever I read that article, I was like, I need to find more about E.S. Birdsall. But there's not any information other than like what is basically posted in the Sacramento Union. Oh. Uh, so, I mean... So he's, like, just this thick man that started... The, the DMV. DMV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I also, I mean, okay, so he... I, I will say there is uh, something else that's, that's really nice about him. Um, besides that thick besi- ass. Besides that tight ass. <laughs> uh, one thing was that he, he actually introduced... Uh, a bill, uh, and I'm looking through my notes here because mm-hmm. I had a, I know exactly where it is. Yeah, so he he wrote a bill um, called the Birdsall Resolution, 
And the Birdsall uh, resolution, I did not look at at all. <laughs> but like it, it had his name on it, and you know it was a very important bill to him. Okay. Uh, and then he was actually presented. Uh, with information as to, like, why his resolution was total shit. Oh. And so, like, he just was like, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> and just, like, <laughs> yeah. like, just, just like uh, something that you just don't see in politics nowadays. Yeah, like, somebody yeah. puts their name on a bill. It's like, oh, this is the hill I'm going to die on. Yeah. Like, this man was just like, oh, yeah, it is shit. And, yeah. and just got rid of it. Yeah, uh, I which, think what's also really missing from politics today is just, like, some Thick <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's. Have you seen Mitch McConnell? He's, he's pretty. He's, he's got some. Has anyone altered Mitch McConnell's <laughs> chairs? We're not sure. <laughs> I actually do want to do like follow up research and see if like because ES Birdsall like expanded his chair. Yeah. That like if they were like, yeah, I think I would like a more comfortable chair. Like yeah. all the other like senators were like if he really changed that chair it. looks really comfy. Yeah, I bet. Like I like to imagine that it was like just a huge chair. <laughs> like that was like so like ornate and like beautiful and everyone is just like these <laughs> dinky jealous. little chairs. That actually just, like, might mm. be like more of a power move than anything. Oh yeah, definitely. Really. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. And I do have a thick ass, so I, I think I can pull it off. I don't know. I feel like you could. I feel like you would fit in a senator's chair. For those that are curious, United States senators' chairs dating back to 1909 are listed as being 31 and a half inches wide, according to Senate.gov. You said I couldn't fit in a senator's chair. No, I'm saying you would fit. I, I would fit. Yes, Birdsall <laughs> did not fit. And that's what's important <laughs> about him. Uh, also, I will say, um, he, he was... Uh, one other thing that I could find about him was that he was uh, somewhat of a conservationist. So uh, he fought to protect uh, a bunch of trees in his hometown. Wow. Um, so I sort of like to imagine that uh, he was like out like in the woods uh, in Sacramento... Uh, and it's like that final scene and like the witch, mm-hmm. but it's just him and his like thick <laughs> ass just shaking it like next to that fire, like with a bunch of other like senators, just like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and if everybody hasn't seen the witch, pause the podcast, go, <laughs> and watch, go watch it, it and yeah. come back. Yeah. Because then you'll be like, oh yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. 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 I, I, I would like to imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> Um, so yeah, next time that you go to the DMV, just remember that the guy who started the first DMV, uh, had some juice. Question to Adri. Okay. What state do you think has the worst DMV? I'm going to say every state I've lived in. <laughs> that is constantly changing yeah. based on where I move. That is what most people feel like. <laughs> like that, so I'm going to the... say, uh, Georgia and then Tennessee. Um, Georgia is pretty close. Okay. Um, Tennessee is also pretty close. What do you mean by worst? Um, okay. So I was kind of trying to do like a trick question okay. with you. Uh, so worst meaning... Um, on average, how long does it take you oh. to get through to the DM or to what you're trying to yeah. do? Yeah. So when I go to the DMV, I take the week off of my job and I bring a tent <laughs> to the DMV. <laughs> and then you hope that, uh, that you get through. I, yeah, I hope. I do hope. Um, I'm going to say it's going to, is it, is it a Southern state? It is actually not a Southern state. I'm going to say New York because that place is so, crowded. That was my first thought as well. Yeah. 
Um, it is not New York. Um, so like, it, actually, the article that I read was like, here's the worst stats, or like, here's the worst DMV mm. ever. And fun fact, it's not New York. <laughs> like that was like, <laughs> that was like literally what it was. And I was like, ah, oh, nah. I totally thought it was gonna be New York, but it's actually the place where the DMV started. It was in California. Oh, it's the worst. One. Yeah, the worst one uh, across the entire state, which is so weird because it's such a huge state. Yeah. Uh, on average, and the, granted, this was taken in 2016. Okay. I don't know. It's probably hasn't changed at all. Yeah. But uh, 53 minutes. That doesn't seem that long. I know, but on average, across so the entire person. state. Yeah. So almost you, every. If you live in California, <laughs> you go to the DMV, you expect. To be waiting in line at least, like, on average, 53 minutes. I still thought it'd be way longer. Right. Well, so, like, I think uh, Georgia's, I didn't write this down, but I think Georgia's was, like, uh, something like 45 minutes. Yeah. And, like, that makes sense. Yeah. But it's, like, like, I mean, I guess, I guess, you know, it's not really that Yeah. But, like, when you compare, like, L.A., which is so dense, and other areas of California, which are not as dense, it's, like... That's a long time. Yeah. I guess I just really thought you were going to say something like three hours. So I'm still like... Oh, no. Well, okay. So I did... um, When I was looking at it, I was like... I was trying to find like what people's worst experience at the DMV was. Mm -hmm. And like what like the longest time that anyone has ever spent at the DMV was. (laughs) And uh, this one person on Reddit uh, in 2013, I think it was... Uh, they put that they spent like eight months at the DMV. <laughs> <laughs> I was they like, built a house <laughs> by the DMV. <laughs> but like, what they meant was that like they had to, like, they never accomplished the thing that they were trying to do. Like, it took them eight months to oh basically, like, they were moving like. Like, so far, they were moving from, like, the east to the west. Okay. Um, and then, like, it was just taking forever, like, just to be at each DMV, because they had to go back and forth to oh, different okay. DMVs. Uh, they also had to, like, get, like, their own... Um, you, you have to get your birth certificate. And you yeah. have to get all this, like... You have to get proof of residence and stuff. Yeah. So it's a really slow process. So this one person took, like, eight months oh, just to, I think, get a new driver's license. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh my god oh god like eight months just to get uh the driver's license but actually um i don't know how you go to the dmv and you're just happy in general yeah like, i think like maybe also another thing with like people who work at the dmv who are unhappy is probably because of a lot of people are unhappy when they come, come see you the DMV. it's uh, like a vicious cycle yeah it's like this cycle of just like I've been waiting yeah. 50 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like all these Californians. Yeah, are just exactly. Like, I've been waiting on average yeah. 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I, I feel like it's just this yeah. like constant cycle. But I also like, feel like if you're mad at DMV. You have your problems. Yeah, you have your problems and you need to expect it. Like yeah. you can't. When I go to the DMV, I bring a book, I bring a bunch of water, yeah. I bring things that are going to make me happy. You're always prepared. I am a very prepared, <laughs> so I'm prepared. an extremely prepared person, <laughs> but I'm saying that you have to fit how you prepare things 
to how, like, the expectations of the place. True, yeah. Like, I'm not going to go there with no water and no book and uh-huh. no phone or just, like, oh, this would only take a second. Like, I'm not yeah. stupid. I'm going to be prepared for the awfulness I'm about to endure. Yeah. And I think everybody needs to, like, don't go in there being like, yeah, I had to meet my friend for coffee in 10 minutes. No, yeah. like, that's your day. It's like, no. Like, you're, you're going to the DMV ha- today. Especially in California. <laughs> yes, like, that is your day plan. Yeah. Bring a snack, bring some water, bring yeah. your podcast. Like, bring things that are going to make you happy. Yeah. Like, you need to deal with the situation we live in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, like, whenever you go to Disney World, you just... I bring nothing. You, you bring nothing at all. <laughs> I'm naked. I have my bunny... Yeah, or, not bunny just, ears, but... <laughs> The the bunny, you shut the Disney bunny ears fully naked, and they're like, nah, baby, you gotta go down the street to that club down there. No. This, this <laughs> I don't, no. I want to say no to everything. Just the no. St. Charles bunny hop. This is uh, nice. <laughs> that was, yeah, I just came up with that off the top of my head. Really which would, good. Which would be good. Yeah, unscripted. unscripted. We're off the cuff now. <laughs> We have no script. This is raw. This, <laughs> this is raw. raw. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you're right. Anytime I go anywhere, I'm heavily mm. prepared. Yeah, but I think I think you and also other people should be more prepared for the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I feel like there's, like, a philosophical point that we're kind of getting to as well. Yeah. Which is that you should just be prepared whenever you're going into, like, shitty things. It's, yeah. it's almost like, like... It's almost like how generals would be. It's like, I know it's kind of, I know it sounds really weird, but like, I, I mean like, okay, like, like a good general wouldn't just like go into like this huge battle yeah. completely unprepared. Yeah. And so it's like, it is kind of like the similar mindset. It's just like, you're like, you know that you're going to experience exactly. negative emotions. Yeah. You know that you're going to experience, uh, as first world as this is, pain and suffering. Exactly, yeah. It's like, you know you're going to be bothered. Yeah. So it's like, just bring, like, yeah, like, like you said, bring a book, yeah. bring water, mm-hmm. bring some snacks, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like going to a really busy, busy restaurant, and mm-hmm. the hostess tell you, tells you it's going to be an hour wait, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. it's 7 p.m. <laughs> on a Friday night at this busy restaurant. What the hell? Like, yeah. are you stupid? Like, you need to just expect things that you know are going to happen. Like, yeah. just pay attention, expect it, act mm-hmm. accordingly. Yeah. It's that Karen... The, the Karen mindset. The, the, no, the anti-Karen mindset. Yeah, I'm in the anti-Karen mindset. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are anti-Karen. And everything Especially else, if you know, nothing matters. So, also go <laughs> everything. Also, nothing matters. So, just uh, strip naked, wear bunny ears, and walk go around everywhere. Go to Disney, everywhere. baby! <laughs> <laughs> because nothing matters at all. Um... So the, the, there was a there was a point where I talked about like the the person who spent eight months at the DMV. Yeah. Um, so also on Reddit, what I saw was uh, this person who uh, their DMV was right next to a pool hall. Okay. And so what they did was like they they put their ticket in for the DMV. And then they gave that ticket to somebody else. They gave $5 to, like, one person who was, like, like I guess, like, behind them mm-hmm. or, like, had, like, a really long ticket. Uh, and then they were, like, hey, here's my phone number. Mm-hmm. Here's $5. Call me whenever <laughs> my ticket comes up. 
Uh, and so, like, basically, like, they just literally hung out at, like, the pool hall. Oh, wow. Anytime that they ever went to the DMV. Yeah. So if you want some fucking DMV hacks <laughs> on this podcast, that's what you do. Get Although drunk. I feel like five dollars. Yeah. Like, get drunk at a pool hall, have somebody else who is waiting. Also, that person, you must trust them. Oh, I know. I would not just give someone money and be like, I trust you that you're going to call me when this, when my thing gets called. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like that's like the cost benefit analysis, right? It's like, that's why I gave him $5 <laughs> instead of like 20. It's like, oh, hey, like, here's 20 bucks. You know, call me when my number gets called. Yeah. I feel like that would be a dumbass move. If you were like, at Five the- bucks, it's like, oh, well, I just lost five bucks. Yeah. But I'm also playing pool, so I probably lost, like, $75 because I'm shit at pool. (laughs) But (laughs) if you were at the DMV and someone did that to you, would you accept? I would probably be like, give me $15. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't, like, bargain up. Yeah, yeah. If that's a word, bargain up. Well, no, it's like, you always go high. So, like, I would would say 15 knowing that he's probably going to come back down to 10. (laughs) So I'd be like, all right, so like 15. You think you would? Yeah, I'd be like 15, and he's like, I would 10. I'd be like, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I'll ask a question. What's the most fun that you've ever had at the DMV? <laughs> <laughs> well, one time when I was waiting at the DMV, I was reading a book, and instead of music, I got to hear this woman speaking really loud Spanish on the phone. Um, and that was really fun for me. <laughs> and I said, do I like this more than music? <laughs> so now that's all I listen to. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's loud Spanish women. On the phone. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's why you listen to uh, uh, Rosalia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of, that, that is why I yeah, listen to her. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's why. Because <laughs> you just connected, you were like, Spanish women. Yes, yes. exactly. Awesome. So it really, it changed yeah. me, actually. So I, I'm a lot more culture now, I would say. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Um, probably the most fun I ever had at the DMV was, um, on the day that I went to go get my license, Mac Miller had just died. Oh, God. <laughs> so, that's probably the most fun, I guess, that I had at the DMV. What? Uh, yeah, like, and, and there were people behind me, uh, they were asking, they were like, did you guys, like, did you hear, like, Mac Miller die? Like, oh, like, like, these two people yeah. talking to each other. And I was like... <laughs> what year was just, that? Just like seeding, uh, I don't even know. This I mean, must have been 2018, it was, Yeah, it was right? 2018, probably. I still, I'm in, that, that that's shocking happened. that that happened. Yeah. And that, that day you had to go to the DMV. Yeah. That you had sworn mm-hmm. that if he had died, you would go to the DMV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that it came true. Yeah. I, I wrote it in my, in my dream journal. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, I saw a premonition. Mm-hmm. I was like, I go to the DMV on the day that Mac Miller dies. Wow. What's, what's the next thing that's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to know. It involves you and a bucket of chili. <laughs> Stop writing about me in your journal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's, what's up next? There is nothing next. That was I it? I don't have an outro either. That was it? <laughs>